0: sports beat on the bay good morning everybody this is sports beat 88.7 on your dial for wednesday march 9th with dave percival and
1: dan caswell and grant's here as well
0: you know I, i'll let our listeners grant what is grant up to because he doesn't let us hear the music we used to hear the music get pumped up a bit now uh, it's it's all done in silence
1: is exactly
0: is there any reason that that happens or is it just.? I was just giving you guys the opportunity to collect yourselves. You know, sometimes I feel when you, when you hear that intro to intro music, you just get a little too pumped up. You know what I mean? And I just, uh, I mean, I like that, but I like the gradual build of excitement that you guys naturally have. I don't know. I'm not even you knowing what I'm saying. I know, but I, I like the sound of that. I just thought there was something that we'd done. From mm. now on, okay, from now on this time forward, I will make right. sure that you hear the music. I need to hear the music. Okay, done, done. Excellent. All right, a okay, okay. <laughs> right, uh, little bit of Leaf news if we can. You know, Just a little bit. A little, Not a lot. <laughs> no? Not a lot, just a little bit. You know what? The good news about them being in the playoffs down the line is they can't play down to teams right because i'll tell you they what have to play up. they have to play up and that's a big big point so you know what columbus blue jackets are a pretty good hockey team and i did not watch the columbus game so i'm kind of going on air here 5-3 victory though, over columbus who are a very very good hockey team play hard right um but the, but the kraken game last night they're gonna go like it doesn't matter they can play now and win 10-8 9-7 matthews is gonna carry the load it's yes. official 43 goals are you kidding me 40 goals, he's now tied Sittler's record when he hit 40 against Columbus for four consecutive seasons with 40. This guy is so elite right now, and he's on a tear that's that's unbelievable. So now back again to the, the issues that they have. We still have to shore up the defense, Dan. Yep. As, a, as a Leaf fan, uh, goaltending is still very spotty. I would say I, Campbell. Campbell looks so out of whack right now. You you were a goaltender. He's <laughs> a little he's a little busy in net now. He's beyond busy. He's diving around. He's on his knees all the time. Something, things aren't good there. And I don't know. We we're beating us up too many times. What do they do here? What do they do moving forward with the with the cut March first? Well, 21st I didn't Friday? watch
1: all the game, but I did see a couple of the goals, and there's a couple that you know. To make those saves, you do have to be pretty. Uh, uh, what, what word? Am I agile. Looking? Yeah, well, not ad. Like, yeah, sure, agile. But it's just like it was there was two on ones. There was two two on one goals last night. Right. Where it's like pass, 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 and it's it's in the back of the net. So, you know, acrobatic. That's the word I was looking for.
0: Like a circus. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so that, that, that like, no, but it's, it's when you have those odd man rushes that are coming down and they're, and they're not in tight, right? Like they're spread out. And so it's pass, pass, and he's diving for the shot. Like they can't ha- let those, like, I think it goes back to the two-way game. They call it the tw- the 200-foot game. You have your your forwards that need to be more defensive-minded, and you need defense to be more defensive-minded.
0: Okay, you're right. So so it falls on the defense and the forwards. You're 100% right. But on that one two for one goal, and I'm starting to analyze, over analyze his performance. He was outside at one point. He was up above the blue. He was out that yeah. far. He wasn't even in the net at that point. So, you know, as I said, they've got to shore up the defense. Muzzin's coming back, and that may not be the best thing possible there because of the fact that they need to acquire a defenseman right now. And that and that has to happen over everything else, I think. I, that's, I, that's my opinion, David. But with the that way.
1: acquisition, they don't have any cap room. So it's not like they can just pick up a free agent to pick up a free agent.
0: They, right. they, they,
1: they do need Muzzin to be, I, I don't know what the acronym is, but essentially on a, a long-term uh, injury reserve uh, for him to be there, uh, for them to have room, or they need to trade assets that they already have
0: good point and that means if he is well enough to play they're gonna to have to make a trade No, nope. and maybe that's why they're showcasing nick robertson right now because i'm not convinced i i think he's a he's a gifted S- small goal scorer, but it's funny that they are now showcasing him mm-hmm. on the second line. I think they will trade him. I truly believe that because he's had some injury issues, quite a few injury issues yep. moving forward. And the last thing I'll say, this has not been short, you're right Dan, this has been a long-leaf chat, they need that second line Tavares and Nylander to score and at least they are now scoring. Mm-hmm. Good yes. good start. Tomorrow night Arizona Coyotes, sky's the limit. Maybe get some goaltending.
1: Hey. Arizona's just coming off a huge win over the Detroit Red Wings 9 to 2 last night.
0: Right. So they'll be they'll be on uh, they'll be ready to everybody's ready to play in Toronto for sure. Um our fact our fact checker, I'm stealing something from Adam, but I'm I'm going to steal it. He he brought up and it's pretty unique this Kelvin Ridley situation. The Atlanta Falcons receiver betting uh, been suspended for the full year betting on football. Mhm. He was he was taking a mental health break. He was not playing a very gifted football player. Why would he bet on football of all things? Like if you want to bet and you're, why would you bet on football? Why would you even be that? Uh, he said, "Yeah, it was only a fifteen hundred dollar bet I made." And I, you know,
1: bet's b- a bet. A bet's they a bet. They bet have rules. He bet on his
0: own sport.
1: He could have bet basketball. He could have bet hockey, soccer, anything.
0: Yeah, and but but regardless, it's it's one of the first in in I think in the last three years that oh. he has now been, you know they pick up on these things when pro athletes do bet. Yeah. They were all over it. Now the poor guy is well, not the poor guy. He's lost his year, and yes. it's it's a very foolish maneuver. Um, keeping with the football ilk, uh, we got lots of news going on. What do you think, Dan? Aaron Rodgers four years at two hundred million. It's going to be the highest paid NFL player ever what is your take i'm on really surprised
1: this? green bay did this i really am for for all the stuff he did last year the beginning of the season with all this antics and everything that he like outspoken in the media outspoken about the team well, and they reward him with the you know one of the richest contracts in football
0: well it wouldn't have i mean obviously it wouldn't have to do with his medical qualifications you're
1: Dr. Aaron Rodgers, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so so maybe that maybe they need him in the training room, right? <laughs> uh-huh. But but I just don't understand Green Bay's take on this either, because they have a really really good high drafted young quarterback that you'd want to bring along, and I I don't understand that he's 38 years old. He he thinks I think he thinks he can be Tom Brady. We were talking about this earlier, but he's going to be 42 at the end of this contract, and he is not Tom Brady. No. as great as he is on the field. I think it's a foolish move for Green Bay to sign him.
1: Yeah, because now it puts in jeopardy uh, signing Devontae Adams, their star receiver. Right. Because so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that I am very surprised, one, that they gave him uh, the, one of the richest contracts in football. Two, that they even just, uh, like if I was Green Bay, I'd be like, see you later. Enough's enough. We've, we've had enough of you. Kind of what they did to Brett Favre. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, and, and that's when Aaron Rodgers took over. Like they have a, a quarterback ready to go, and I think it's time that the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay is over. But alas, it's not. It's, it's not. We got it. We got We got, them, we got them for another four years. And
0: as long as Hunters Bay keep us around, we'll be talking about it in four years, yes. won't we? We we will. We'll be talking oh, to Aaron Rodgers. And uh, this, but this trade with Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks to Denver is off the charts big. Oh. They've traded Drew Locke, the quarterback. They traded their starting tight end. They traded their best defensive end. They traded two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. That is a lot of players to give up for one guy. Yes. But obviously, I think the Broncos have needed a good, a great quarterback, and Russell Wilson is that.
1: Well, the big issue with uh, with denver this year was teddy bridgewater so he i think it was he was uh out with a injury to begin with which i believe was a concussion and then was concussed again and is out indefinitely so uh, luck has not or sorry Locke has not uh shown what he he's able to do he was a high draft pick uh it was a two years ago so he can and seattle thinks that he can compete for the starting job. and they do have some great targets with Lockett and D- DK Metcalf. So you do have some great receivers there already for him. Who knows how it's going to turn out? But right now, Denver's going all in. They've always they, they've, they've needed a, a quarterback for a while. They got their quarterback. Russell Wilson, even though he had probably his worst season this year, was still the third best quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, good point. You, you know, you fault. That's right.
1: So Russell Wilson is a, an awesome quarterback. He's going to be great in Mile High State, and we'll we'll see what happens with with the Denver Broncos. Uh, but going the other way, like holy crow, like Seattle is rich in draft picks now. They have the the guys that went the other way. I'm not like yes, they should be starters there, but they're not. They're they're not the stars of that Denver team. They're serviceable guys that will get that will be injected into the playing uh, right away. But it's 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 a funny trade. Like it looks a lot bigger than it is. Um, but what I'm thinking though is these draft picks. The draft picks to me are, is the biggest thing.
0: Yeah. So you you potentially have two teams that both win on this trade, right? And and Seattle needs these players you know, too.
1: Well. I'll, the only way that Denver wins is if Russell Wilson returns to Russell Wilson.
0: Right, and they and they actually do something. Yes. Of, yeah, I have no. Like good I, point. Th- I, think good it point.
1: was. I think it was a lot uh, less risk uh, for the Seahawks, uh, especially with what they got coming back the other way.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, and I I, I don't want to dwell on this one, but I do want to talk about it. I I was saying to you earlier, and you didn't see the hit, this Lucic hit. uh, Oh, I did look at it. Yeah. Now, okay. So I want your opinion. Lucic hit uh, young Broberg for the Edmonton other defenseman from behind. And I think it's a, personally, I think it's a horrible check. um, Based on where he had his back completely turned, he's a long way away from the boards. I look at that, too, because that's where you end up with a broken neck or Mm -hmm. worse. Now, what is your take on that? Do you agree, disagree with me? Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I knew you'd bring it up, and so I had to watch it before we got here. And the one thing I have an issue with with the Edmonton player is he slowed, like he slowed right down trying to impede Lucic from getting the puck. And so Lucic's coming at full speed, and he all he had to do, like he couldn't get around him; he had to go right through him. And so why didn't the the Edmonton defender, just keep going at its pace, get the puck, and 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 continue with the play. You know what I mean? Like, he slowed right down. But I do agree with you. It should have been a hit from behind. It should have been a boarding call. It should have been a, a cross-check. Like, there was a lot of things that Lucic did in that instance. But then, after everything, uh, their new tough guy, number 91, Kane, who was on the ice did nothing
0: ah you see i only saw dry yeah, and that's Kane right he would have been nothing. on the other side nothing well you
1: Battle have to, of alberta and he does nothing
0: you don't have to stand toe to toe to him no but you have to wade in and do something like cross check him in the face like or something? morgan riley <laughs> like morgan riley did yeah like, like morgan riley didn't stand toe to toe but at least he waded in the other night no that's that's uncalled for so Kane- like,
1: i don't expect dry to do anything
0: well, he should do something, shouldn't he?
1: He should have. Well, they all should have done something.
0: Yeah, but they don't skate by Lucic, which is what they but all They all did.
1: kind of scrummed around. Yeah, I know. Probably called each other names.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? But anyway, yeah, so you didn't like the hit either, and as I said. But good point, too. It's yeah, incumbent I, on him to—I think it's still incumbent on him not to drill him, That's regardless of what the young defenseman did.
1: Yeah, for sure. But if he didn't slow down to almost a stop, it wouldn't have happened.
0: All right. Yeah, good point. You know,
1: yeah. and, and, and player safety, Go like we talk about some of these great big hits where guys have their head heads down and it's their fault for having their head down, right?
0: Right, exactly. So
1: why isn't it, you know, why isn't there a little bit of onus on the Edmund, what was his name again? Broberg. Broberg. Why wasn't there uh, some onus on Broberg for slowing down like he did?
0: Yeah. I don't know. No, but it's a good, good point, good point. Paralympics, we got, we're up to 10 medals now. And this morning, I did hear that Colin Cameron won another bronze. So if local fellow with so two, two bronze.
1: Two, uh, five in total?
0: 20% of all the wendels going right to right nice. to, right to Muskoka. <laughs> um, golf tournament coming up, TPC Sawgrass. I love that tournament. It's a player's championship at Point, Point of Verde, I think it is, yep, Florida. Yep. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of heat on the PGA Tour right now because these guys are, this is the biggest purse of the year overall and for these guys and it was very interesting what rory mcelroy had to say about bay hill rory mcelroy said you know what um there's going to be a lot of guys probably opt out of bay hill i was shocked that he did this because of the difficulty of the course john ram said i no i I would play bay hill over all the other courses because that's what it's about yeah Roy, do you think Rory McElroy sometimes he, he doesn't think before he speaks. 276s <laughs> made him, he's like me, he doesn't think before he speaks. 276s. He think he is, collapsed
1: on the 14th, just kind of lost his mind?
0: Mentally lost his edge like we do <laughs> yeah. in Perry Sound. I think, I just think 276s made him speak like that, but he can't say that. These guys are the elite players. And to make a comment like, well, people might have opt out because it's too difficult. No. He's a he's a one of the top players in the world.
1: Oh, well, I think that as fans, we would rather see, you know, a four, fourth day round, like in the single minus digits, rather than what we saw in Hawaii, where it was like minus thirty five or whatever it was. Took like they they back to back tournaments. It was like minus twenty something, minus thirty something. Like, we don't want to see that right. as fans. Right. We right. want exactly. to see these guys struggle.
0: Yeah, of course we do because we struggle. We struggle. we struggle all the time in the yeah. golf course. to speak, for both of us. So yeah. So as I said, it's one of my favorite tournaments to follow, um, and all the key. A lot of the key guys are there. Mickelson, of course, isn't. Yep. Now I don't know if Deschambeau is there. And uh, as I said, there's a lot of chatter about him in the Saudi tour. And
1: so it's still that Saudi tour is still happening.
0: Oh, it's more than happening. Like I said, I don't have everything on that, and we will have a lot more on it. But it is definitely happening.
1: Yeah, I don't think a player in the PGA. Uh, after seeing what happened to Mickelson would even want to entertain that
0: well I the money is crazy right so we'll see if money drags them all across there or drags a few of them across there right Um, so I know I was a little repetitive the Huntsville Otters are in Stainer tomorrow night first game of the playoffs and they did play their best two games the last two games of the season and they're positioned to give Stainer a good run so you know what good luck guys They're they're there Thursday back home Friday night yeah for sure yeah, fantastic. Do we sure. have
1: time for a little little otter talk?
0: Of course we. Yes, we do. And I, I, okay. Yes, we certainly do.
1: All right. Well, we All gotta right. we gotta talk about this. So, All right. Yes. So this is this is um, triggered by my weekend. So I went. It was over in Minden. Minden has a beautiful new facility built in 2020. There's an indoor gym for uh, basketball and a and, uh, 300 seat uh, arena. Everything's great. They have a junior A tier two team. They do. In Minden. They really do. Which is the Halliburton Huskies. I was talking to one of the guys that works at the rink, and they sell out every game. Wow. Right. And the reason why part of the draw is, one, it's you know junior A hockey, but two, there is licensed areas. And I know that our Huntsville Otters organization has gone to the town to try and do different things, to uh, bring in more people, to create more of a buzz, and the town of Huntsville has said no. So as far as licensing, like it'd be great if they could license sections of the uh, stands, like the arena, it'd be great if they could like license, like have like maybe a, a booster area. Yes. Just think about back in the day, like with the, the Junior C's or even the Wildcats, back in the old rink, like. You might not go to watch the hockey, but you'd go over to the Booster Club because that's where all your friends were.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to the Booster Club even when I I come home from university and go to the Booster Club. And I did it for lacrosse of all things. Yeah lacrosse yeah just so you know i would i love being there you know you'd be there to watch the game socialize and the booster club was critical for that drew a lot of people in
1: so in minden they have licensed sections in the stands so you can sit in the stands while you don't just have to be in the booster club
0: didn't they used to have that though at the at the canada summit yeah so in the
1: back corner they had like a little licensed area with some high tops but to do so like go a step further and let's say you have family sections where are like probably the prime seats, Mm -hmm. like let's say behind uh, the penalty box and behind the player's box, like those couple sections, and then have the rest of it licensed.
0: Makes sense. I'm glad you brought all this up because as you said, and you said, world-class facility. We have the world-class facility. Well, that's also
1: another thing that I heard is that the otter said, okay, listen, we're having trouble at the gate. We want to play on the jack." So it doesn't look like an empty barn. Like if we have 250 people, it doesn't look it empty. It
0: looks, right. Right. And what was the problem with that?
1: They The town wants to showcase the Canada Summer Centre, well, Paul- which is a great thing. But then they say no to the licensing. They say no to something like the, they wanted to also kind of have a light show uh, for every goal that's scored. Like the lights go down and they said no to that. And like the, the town's got to get on board with our junior club. Like, it, it's, it's ridiculous that we should have, like, we have a state-of-the-art facility, world-class facility, and we should have, that should allow for, for all this stuff. Like, I also heard that the, um, the concession, Yes, the otters pay $250 just to open up the concession.
0: Well, then you're not going to generate any money with exactly. no fans, and or any, you might yes. be paying for it. I think, yeah, I think that's... Like there's I, a lot
1: of things wrong right now. With what the what the town's making our junior C team do,
0: yeah, no kidding. And when you're over there, sometimes it feels like there could be a hundred. I think they've drawn about 150 people, but when you're there, it's like there's nobody. No, yeah. you know you can't. You well, can hear about, yourself it's, think.
1: It's a hundred. What is it? 1500 seat arena.
0: Right, and you can hear yourself think, which is a real bad thing. Right. <laughs> you brought you what, brought through what, some.
1: What kind of thoughts are going through your mind? <laughs>
0: Let's just leave that for another day but but you've got some very very good points today dan no for sure but yeah we're going to talk about this more this we're not done with this one no you know but as i said i don't understand and yes playing them on the smaller arena uh to bring in to make it appear and everything a bit tighter and more fans is a smart move if you're not going to pony up any revenue money yeah right bottom line good good well done dan as always (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you what i think we've overstayed our welcome today but this has been a lot of fun as always A beautiful day out there. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Have a great day, and we'll be back on Friday with more sports.